Good evening, welcome back to another episode. This is your host, your humble messenger, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. You can support this podcast by logging to anchor.com. Or you can go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher to support this podcast. Any episode of this podcast, if you enjoy this content, go support this podcast. Well, let's begin. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the legacy of Ferdinand Marcos. Ferdinand Marcos, which is, he was the 10th president of the Philippines. The Philippines, godly people, Filipinos. Um, that being said, um, there's a lot of misinformation that West, Western media have been fed, feeding us for the past 30, 40 years now. So I had to dig in, you know, I'm not an expert on Filipino politics or history. I had to dig in and get some more insight for my own better understanding. That's why I do it. I do this podcast for my younger listeners and for the average listeners who listen to this podcast. Now, that being said, Ferdinand Marcos took office back in uh, 1965 and he was taken down by the CIA in 1986 uh, through a coup Now, they always say he took money from the, the Filipino bank. And they, they claim that he stole about $10 billion, which is come to find out, <laughs> which is false. Ferdinand Marcos was a, was a lawyer by trade. He was a lawyer. He was working with Father Diaz. Um, he was representing the, the Italiano family, and they give him two percent. They give him a thirty percent stake of the gold. Like I told you before, uh, Philippines is the richest country when it comes to gold for gold, cash for cash. Philippines is the richest country in the on the planet. Now, Ferdinand Marcos, he had built the army, um, he had built the navy, um, he built a lot of infrastructure, highways, byways. Um, he had really built Philippines. Um, the army was the best of the best. In 1975, I just found out a couple weeks ago, uh, in any Asian country, there was if the Philippines was second in GDP behind um, Japan in 1975, they had the highest, G- the second highest GDP in Asia. So that was during his reign. Now they they like to claim that he called for martial law. The reason why he called for martial law, there was a lot of unrest throughout the Philippines. Um, at that time, he, he spoke, he went to the House representative. Um, he asked him what to do. He didn't take, he, he, that was a last resort. According to his testimony, that my testimony, according to Ferdinand Marcos' testimony, he declared martial law from 1971 to 1982. So that being said, that was the fallout from a lot of you know, uh, upper class, uh, upper class Filipinos who wanted to control the banking system with the international bankers, and secondly, Marcos wanted to create an Asian dollar, uh, which was going to back by the gold, and that would cripple the international IMF and the World Bank. That would cripple the World Bank. So they had to get rid of Marcos. So they had to use, you know, every means, every trick on their books to get rid of Marcos. So they put Aquino, Aquino was sworn in illegally because if you look at the general population vote, the popular vote, uh, Marcos had 10,000 plus, 10 million plus, 
Aquino barely have 10, uh, I think she had 9 million people that vote for her. Um, she was put in by the United States um, government and uh, the CIA, they took out um, Marcos and sent him back to um, the Hawaii Island. So come to find out that was not him, that was his brother that was staying there. He was not in Hawaii. Um, he ended up dying of cancer. Uh, but me, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I know he had, they, they had killed this man. But his legacy shall live on because he's the most popular president in the in Filipino in history. Uh, beside Razel. Uh, Razel, too, I'll do one about him. But um, he wanted to build the country. He, wanted, he built the infrastructure of the Philippines. He had a strong army, a strong navy. And then they didn't continue. If they had continued what he had built, if they had built on what he had left behind, I think Philippines would have been second behind China or, or Japan. Or they could have been first. Who knows? But the Philippines, um, Ferdinand Marcos had put the, um, the groundwork to make Philippines successful. But, the, you know, the international bankers, and he had opened a trust where the money will be allocated to the Filipino people. On April 9th, 1973, Marcos said, My earthly goods have been placed in the custody and for the, for the deposition of the Marcos Foundation, dedicated for the welfare of the Philippine, Filipino people. I repeat, on April 9th, 1973, over 45 years ago, Marcos said, my earthly good have been placed in the custody and for the for the deposition of the Marcos Foundation, dedicated for the welfare of the Filipino people. So the men have a good heart. He didn't want to steal any money from. He was rich. This guy had 198,000 tons. Of gold, that's that's what he had. So he didn't need the Filipino uh, money. Uh, he wasn't stealing no money. That's a farce. Uh, the Western media like to portray him as a dictator. Uh, as you know, they they hit on this guy. They all like to go after his wife. She spent so much money, but they had the money to spend. They, you know, this guy is is a is a trillionaire. If you can buy all his gold, is worth about four trillion dollars. So four trillion dollars, that's a lot of money. Okay, that's a lot of money. So then you have 600 tons, 600,000 tons, and you know, in the bank, they even learned the, uh, that, that, that the, the gold during World War II to, to the Vatican, Father Diaz. And they used to work um, with, he used to work with Marcos. So the Western media like to paint Alfredo Marcos as a dictator. You know, and that's how they do to every leader around the world they disagree with. They always want to uh, pimp them as a dictator. When you when you dig in, get to know the the, uh, the the person, and then you find out there was a totally different person. And he was really loved by the people. Now, the upper-class Filipinos, they might have a different perspective of President uh, Marcos because after he left office, they, 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 they wanted to hide the money, the gold, and they were, you know, they were doing all type of uh, mischief. Um, another guy called Esperanda, 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 Esperanda. Uh, he's another uh, Filipino president that was stealing money from the Filipino people. So there's a lot of them um, since he left. They didn't build on the foundation he had laid 
um, 40-something years ago. So that being said, they dismantled the army, they dismantled the navy. Now they try, now they try to build it back up. But if they had maintained it, it would have been the creme de la creme in the Asian, in the Asian Pacific. So plus, Federico Marcos wanted to create an Asian dollar who will be backed by the gold. It's the same parallel with from um, Gaddafi with the gold dinar and the silver dinar. Gaddafi in Africa wanted to have a currency for the African continent. So that, that currency would have overpowered IMF and the World Bank and all those European banks would be bankrupt because of that currency. Because Africa, by, by and large, have the most gold, by and large. I mean, we're talking about the continent of Africa. We're not talking about country. When you talk about country, Philippines is the richest country in the world. They have 1.6 million tons of gold. Uh, some other golds uh, is in the bank. And some of the goals are buried throughout the country, and the others are gold in Switzerland. So there's there are plenty of gold, and he wanted to share the gold with the world. And now they try to change the name to Mahalika. Mahalika is a Malay Malayan word, means serenity and peace. So that was the original name of Philippines, Mahalika, the Mahalika Kingdom. So Mahalika, and they are Moors too. They are Moors. They are Moorish people. Until you, you have to read all those uh, old documents. Uh, the way the Filipino look like today, like I told you guys before, the Asian Pacific, because of the Chinese and the Spaniard, they look uh, more like Spanish and Chinese in a way. But they look, they're beautiful people. But if you look at their origin, they were Moors. They were people of color. So I know you have heard of Negritos, right? Negritos. Those are the real Filipinos. Let's keep it 1,000. Those are the real Filipinos. Those Filipinos you see now, they don't, they, a lot of them, especially the women, they like to bleach their skin. Not all of them, but majority of them like to bleach their skin, which is a sin, which is self-hate. Um, like I said, um, President Ferdinand Marcos, he had, um, he had the best interest for the country. He wanted to build the country he built infrastructure highway. He built water dam. He built nuclear plants throughout the. He had a big nuclear plants, which they turned it. They they tear it down after he left office. He built the navy, the army. They even had a submarine. <laughs> they had a nuclear power. They had missile. They had missile. They had built missile during his reign, his 20-year reign. So that being said, the rest of the media like to portray Fernando Marcos as a dictator, as a thief, you know, taking but taking money and from the Filipino people. But if this guy opened a foundation just to allocate all the money to the Filipino uh, the Filipinos, you can't really hit on that man. And his wife too, she says the same thing. All this money, we leave that for the Filipino people, for the welfare of the Filipino people. The Philippines right now, they are building this country every day. They have the largest right, stadium. They're building the highway. They're building infrastructure. They're building new buildings. Their mall is one of the best in Asia, in South Pacific Asia. Um, now they're building the train station, which is going to be one of the best in South Pacific Asia. So they, they, they're working on to changing the name to Mahalika. Mahalika. Uh, and it's a Malayan word means serenity and peace. So I will hope that they will change the name back to the original. I don't mean myself. I don't like the Filipino name because that name was allocated by the, the Spaniard. 
Um, that came from that derived, the name Filipino came derived from the King Philip. He was also a Moreno. He was also a Moor. So that name came from him. So that's why they named the country Philippine. So that being said, um, Ferdinand Marcos was the best president. He was the 10th president of the Philippines. And his legacy shall live on well, forever because he had laid the foundation. And that's why he got so much love. I didn't know there was, he was loved. He was very well loved. Even his children, they still love his children in the Philippines. I think one of his sons went for, is a senator over there. I think he might run for president next next term. I don't know. But if he went for president, he may be the next president of the Philippines. So that being said, thank you for tuning in. Support this podcast. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. You guys have a great evening. Take care. Bye-bye.